my stones. Let it rain, I hide the plane in the bank. Coming down at the Dow Jones. When the clouds come, we go. We Rockefeller, we fly higher than weather. And she flies to better. You know me. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 63 of the Beards Watch. It is your esteemed co-host, um, Duval, back again for another week. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and toss it on over here to the man of the hour, J-Roll. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Duval. Glad to have you back. Thank you. Got to get you. Got to get you and Corey on here before we go seven weeks straight at Game of Thrones discussion mainly. Since yeah. you guys, we still got to get y'all into that. We are going to talk a little bit of Thrones because the guests we got... Is a big Thrones fan, so Duvall, you know, just kind of chill and drink a little bit while we do that. But we'll get that later on the podcast. So we got a first timer, but a longtime friend, East Hopewell alum, yeah. ECU alum, H Dub, yeah. the. The, the struggle bus captain and leader <laughs> since I've known her, and now living right down the road. And Brittany Enor, how you doing? I'm well. How you guys doing? We're doing good. How do you feel in this basement? Is it cooler for it you? It is amazing <laughs> right now in this basement. I love my life, so it's perfect that this just happens to be the day that yeah. I'm on the podcast. So yeah. that's good. Yeah, because the AC works. So that's true. So, so you had a little... Well, first, before we go into that, tell tell the people a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, I'm bringing Anastasia Enard and... Anastasia? As, yes. Oh, a, right? Yeah, it could be like a Game of Thrones name a little that's bit. True. Like that's true. Yeah. That's my character name. Like, it's mine. Yeah, that's good. But, um, so, and I am going to be 28 on July 17th. So okay, birthday week. week. Yes. Yeah. And then I love my dog, Zuccarello. He okay. is just the cutest thing in the entire world. Okay. And I love my family and my siblings and... Uh, and, and for anybody out there who may be listening, they're like, where's that accent from? I'm She's originally, from the South, I'm so, from yeah. New York originally. Yes, there it is. Okay. I have been here a while now, but I'm from New York. As the Bud Lights start flowing, the accent will start showing. Yeah, right? that's true. That's, <laughs> that is so true. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're very right on that. So like, before we dive into that, though, let's hit, if, you're, if it's the first time you're listening, like, subscribe on iTunes, like our Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, all that. And, yeah, when you hit subscribe on iTunes, it'll automatically load up on your podcast app, whichever device you may have. So, back to it. Brittany, you said you liked a nice, cool basement. Yes. I sure what, do. what happened to you? So, uh, you know, it's been a pretty hot week, you know, yeah. past couple of weeks, past couple of days, whatever. Yeah. Well, my AC just decided to, to break. We didn't really know what it was. It kind of started last night when I got from work. Whatever, pretty hot. It was like 85 degrees, and so I was, you know, ranting on Facebook. You yeah. know, you have to. It's not real. Love That's where Facebook. I saw it. Yeah, sure. It's yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, see? Yeah. I didn't mean to say anything. You saw it on Facebook. Yeah. So, whatever. Well, you know what? That was just the beginning of my demise, pretty much, because we thought maybe, okay, we woke up this morning. You try to, you know, change the filters, all that good stuff, yeah. everything. Nope. Guess what? It still is not working, and it was... 100 degrees. I literally have visual proof. I'm not trying to exaggerate. (laughs) I literally have physical proof. It was 100 degrees at my house today. So That's tough. What a perfect day for me to be here on the podcast because I got to leave the house. I'm in AC (laughs) in a basement of all places, which is amazing. Yeah, thank you. Because that's like the coldest spot ever in the house. (laughs) So, yes. Hopefully, it'll be fixed by the time we actually wrap up here. Yes. They're coming at nine, so hopefully we're good. So hopefully by tomorrow morning or later tonight, when people are listening, yes, you'll you'll be in a nice cool yes. house. Yes, hopefully it'll be tonight, not tomorrow tonight, morning. Yeah. But by the time people listen tomorrow morning, you yeah. should have had a nice oh, little yeah. sleep. 
I'll be the real me. I'll be the real me tomorrow. Yeah. That's that's good news. Like I said, we were just joking before we started this podcast. Duvall has been saying his AC's broke for X amount of years. He's lived at his place. Yes. And we always go over there. And he says it's broke, but I just think you keep it off. And I just asked him what his temperature was. What, what was it? it? In my house when I left, it was 78 degrees. So it's not broke. But see, this is this yeah. is, this is is the thing, okay? So there's the method to my madness. So what I did was, <laughs> uh, like I, like Jacob said, every year, we co- they come over, middle of it. I think it's because there's too many people in the it's house. Probably, I don't yeah. know. Doors open and close. Yeah, the door. doors open and close, so it, it goes out. So this year, the first year, perfectly fine. I'm excited. I'm like, wow, the whole, the AC went, everybody, nobody complained. Jay would complain because yeah. it was not enough <laughs> lights yeah, on. Yeah, it was not enough lights on. But, but also, du- Duval, Duval is black, and there's nothing wrong with saying that. And they like their temperatures a little warmer. Yes. Us being white yes. in the summer, I like it a little bit cool. But I will say it was a lot better than like the 92. So you couldn't even say anything. Exactly. So I said, you know, but then, yeah, then he had the. Something about keeping the lights down, so I couldn't tell who was where and where was what, and, you know, especially as the night went on, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah I so, mean. So what I did was, um, because, unfortunately, AC, air conditioners are very expensive, yes. so it was like either go out and buy a new one or kind of like, kind of fill it until you're able to really go ahead and make this purchase. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I put an air-conditioned unit in my window, which is the old-fashioned thing. Mm-hmm. But I did put it on the back side of my house so it doesn't look stupid. Uh, <laughs> pick on me. Um, and then I was able to put a fan, like, in my, like, breezeway for my house. So, like, wherever I am in my house, it kind of gets a little cooler. And, of course, you know, downstairs is always cooler yes, than upstairs anyway. Yes. So um, I kind of keep it closer to my room so that at night when I go to bed it's much cooler. So that's what I did. Um, so that would have been helpful for me to know. But now you know. yeah, now, now, now you know. know. Now I know. You know. So yeah. uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I've been there. I've been where you've been. Now, yeah. now granted, it wasn't 100 degrees. Yeah. It might have been 85 to 86, right. but 85, 100 is still hot. So yeah. it isn't gonna make a difference. Oh yeah. So, oh, um, yeah. so I feel you. Yeah, I was telling Brittany a story earlier while we were waiting on Duval, and it was. I was in college and we had like those suites. So yeah. four different people. Well, I got matched up with three other random people, and um, we were sitting there. And I remember one night, I think I think it was kind of it was like a middle of May spring. Okay. But so it was cooler. But they for some reason had the heat on. Yeah, you know, I lived with two. <laughs> I lived with there was two black guys and then me and another random white dude. Okay. okay. <laughs> so they're turning the heat on, and so I I put my window up, and I remember I used to have this little scoreboard clock, and it was like a Panther one, and it had like the dates. And then the time and the temperature. I remember in the middle of the night, I already down, stripped down in my boxers. <laughs> looking up there, my stomach's all crunchy. Because you know, if you get too hot, you just kind of get weak. You're going to throw up. Yeah. My dog threw up. Yeah, exactly. I looked up there and it said like 98 degrees. And I was like, I can't do this. So I kind of like snuck out and I turned like the AC on. And then like I'd go back in. And then a couple minutes later, he would sneak out of his room and turn, the AC, turn it off, back the heat on. Oh, so hell. finally I called him. I was like, yo, can we just... Keep it completely off. And you just, called him from the part, like from your no, suite. No, no, he, 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 like, we, we went back and forth okay. like, a couple times, and then finally he heard me coming back from turning the AC on, and he opened the door and was like, "Yo, man, why you?" He's getting called. I'm like, dude, no. And I showed him the thermometer. I was like, "It's 98 degrees in here. Like, I don't know. Like, can we just keep it off or put the fan on at least, like something? Because it is too, too hot for this yeah. stuff right now." So we agree with that, you know, because I had visual proof, as Brittany so was saying. Visual, yeah. it's it's like, six yeah. or something. 
Yeah, I don't know. He just they just like to have it hotter, Duval. I, 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 I mean, do. I don't true. like it that hot. Yeah, but. it was tough. Because I think as I, from where our apartment was, the unit that was hitting us, I was getting first blast. Okay. So, and he was probably only getting like a little bit of it. So I'm thinking if he had the heat on out, my room was just Which getting Which is crazy. Like, the heat, like, yes. what? In the middle, yeah, it was like early spring. So, you know, at night it got down to maybe, like, mid-50s. To me, that's... that's Truly, I don't believe in the heat until, like, maybe one breath. month of the year, maybe. Yes. But even then, I want my heat on, like, 67. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, that's right. a New York thing, too, because, no. I mean, it's kind of colder... I maybe that's, that could be it. No, I, I that's know. also a white people thing. Yeah, yeah. Just not a, that's I'm a Brittany Enard thing. So. Yeah, no, I'm the same. As Jerry was saying earlier, I'm the like I said, we didn't find out our heat didn't work because our little our box thermometer that you yeah. can punch up. We went to punch that up really in December because I said I don't wait to turn the heat on. I don't until, until literally because I always say. You can keep putting clothes on. You can double up socks. Double up pants. Double up pants. Throw a beanie on. You can take so much off. Exactly. You can take so much off. So I always say double up. Now, Jerrianne has put up with me, and she's respected, because I've always <laughs> said, look, we save this money for not turning the heat on so we can run AC. Oh, yes. Oh, that's such yes. a good argument. Thank you. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, I can see that. So we do do that, and and yes. we, we rolled with it, and this year we had to turn it on a little bit. And we realized, oh snap, it wasn't like the wires weren't communicating with the heater. So we had to get a new one of those. Luckily, we had when we bought our house, our realtor bought us uh, like homeowner's insurance on stuff like in the house that would break. You know what I mean? So when that piece broke, they covered, I think, the the thermometer thing, which is still an outrageous price. It's like 700 bucks. Crazy, right? So it was a weekend. We had to get it fixed. So we called... And they brought it out. You know, you put it on the credit card, then you know, a couple it takes them a couple. And then the worst thing is, it takes them a couple months to even get you the money. So if you didn't have a credit card, you got to figure out how to find yep. it. You can't pay for pay it. For like, it. Yeah. Yeah. like you were saying, Dubai, you couldn't afford to get it. Which a lot of people can't. Yeah, Front yeah. thirty-two hundred dollars for a new AC yeah, unit. Who I mean, wants to spend that money on that? Exactly. Yeah. Right? Come on. Like, yeah. So that was it. I remember a good story was when I lived with Nate, and we he was rocking. We, we kept the cold on. I remember one morning I was waking up. And it was literally, I had doubled up beanies, doubled up boots, <laughs> doubled up sweatpants, doubled up socks. And I was laying in bed, like, it was, like, and I was still cold. I remember looking, I still had that little scoreboard clock yeah. over. And it, I think it said, like, I want to say, like, 45. Yeah, and I, that's so great. <laughs> and I went to work, and I, I texted Nate, and it was like, I was like, dude, I think, I think, because I think it was, like, February, like, probably 10th or something. We last a long time. And I was like, all right, Nate, I think we can finally turn. He goes, yeah, dude, I froze last night. I, I was going to tell you later today as soon as I thawed out. We were both dying, but... It does get to that certain point where you're like, all right. It, yes. But, hey, you lasted that long, so that means you could have had the air really well exactly. all summer. So well, well I, I know I can say that me being black, yeah. I think I last... I wait to the last minute to turn my heat on because my parents pick on me because they're just like, why don't you turn it on? And mine is more like, I'm like, I'm not going to, I know how my bill is going to be. As soon as you hit that heat, it might go from, let's say, 50 bucks to 90. Or 150. Yeah, depending on how much you got it. And see, me, I'll make a mistake of keeping it on at night. Then I go to work and then I come home like, damn, I left it on. But see, sometimes they say, Powering it off and powering on gives yep. more yep. electricity. If you keep it on a consistent yes, temp, yep. Because really? the more you do it, or like should it get yeah. on and off, or yep. how you it's it's taking more energy to, to you know get, get the house up. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what you should do, like you said, is find a temperature you like that you can fluctuate with. Well, for you personally, if you put clothes on or take clothes off, 
and leave it at like for for the like for the summer we leave it like 70 71 okay and we leave it on that oh so i then, love that that's just so amazing. then like you said you don't want to come to home because if you turn the heat if you turn the ac off and we were going to the house right now like Brittany said your house would be 100 degrees no like but, no like truly yeah truly. And you don't want that. I then, wish I was lying. Then stuff starts falling off the wall. Yeah. My like, coconut oil that I use for like everything is just melting. Totally, like not even like to the point where like oh cool. No, it's like melted. Yeah. Yep. Like the consistency gone. Yeah. Like everything. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I feel like my lotion's about to explode in the house. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like or like my yeah, makeup. Yeah. yeah, because you know it expands. Like mm. my moisturizer that I pay like sixty bucks for is gonna explode. Yeah. Like oh my gosh, yeah. but. Wow. It'll be settled soon. It'll be settled. I, but see, the struggle will never end for me. Okay. Well, it might not be high school anymore, but it's still same me. Like you, you still struggle. struggle you struggling. Yeah, always. always. Well, well, let me ask you this. So back to high school. So I didn't even know your name was was. I guess your nickname was a struggle bus. So yeah. who oh, gave yeah. you that? And I did. Really? Yeah. Because like, I, wait. Oh my God! Yeah. It's the Smyers. Yeah, the Smyers. Not Myers. It's Smyers. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. But I, that was first period, and I'm sorry, but I cannot wake up at whatever time it was. I mean, come on. Like, to be reasonable, what? It started at 7.15 a.m., yeah. so I was waking up at, like, 5.30 a.m. Yeah. No, I was a competitive dancer. I had dance practice five days a week, like, yeah. I, and then I had to do my homework. I was not going to sleep early enough. Yeah. So I struggled every yeah. day morning, and so when I was there, I wasn't there. Yeah. I would sleep sleeping. pretty much. Oh. I would be sleeping. Pretty much. But she'd like, have like my the bag sweatpants on and like the baggy shirt. Yeah, like my, my book bag like falling off my arm yeah. stuff. Like oh, so that was it. It was great. It yeah. was great. Shout out to Erin Brinkley because uh, she she knew I was a struggle too, yes. and she uh, was there to help me. You know. Give me back on hopefully, my feet. Hopefully she'll listen. Hopefully. I'm going to make her. There you I'm go. Gonna, that's yeah. all. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, so struggle bus, you know. It was it was more so of, even if you didn't know it was my name, my nickname, you knew I was a struggle. Yeah, I mean, you knew. And how did, so how did that relate? And since you went to ECU, how did that relate in college? Did you improve a little bit? I did, did you, honestly. Did you push I your classes back? Well, not really. Well, I tried to avoid 8 a.m.s at all costs, mm-hmm. but here's the thing was I had to work full-time while I was at college, yeah. so it wasn't like I could be out partying, you know, like, yeah. I, my, yes, my freshman year I did, I yeah. did, uh, you know, went to all the games and everything and whatever and went to downtown and, you know, had a figure D, all that good stuff, Yeah. but um, really, after that, like, I had to have a full-time job. I paid for my apartment when I moved out yeah. of, like, the college house thing, whatever, and yeah. all that stuff. So, I, I really didn't have that fun, crazy ECU college yeah. life, which I will say, ECU years were, like, the best years of my life. It truly was, like, an amazing experience. I think college years are some of the best uh, it's, years. It's, really you, like, learn to, yeah. like, even the, to, even talking about something like the air and, and heat. Like, I paid for that when yeah. I, in college, when yeah. I moved into my apartment. Yeah. So, we had to be conscious about that. Yeah. You know, so honestly, my struggle really did improve. Now, let's be honest, I'm still always going to be a struggle, but <laughs> I, I function. I think it's like a part of me and it actually yeah. makes me who I am and like helps me. Yeah. So, I mean, really, at the end of the day, I think it's good for yeah. me. Yeah. So, what brought you back from ECU back here to Charlotte or Huntersville area? Well, m- money really, A. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and honestly, you. To me, you can you can stay in Greenville if you want. I'm not saying that's not good yeah. to stay there at all. Yeah. People have a lot of great families there. But I'm very, very family-oriented and rooted. Like, I yeah. love my family. So, I mean, 
my immediate family all lived here. I wanted to be back with yeah, them. Right. Now that's changed. My sister and my brother moved to Austin, Texas. I've seen, yeah, I've seen oh, your Lord. Facebook's where you've been hurting. You've been struggling there. That got me. Like, yeah. that was like a slash. Like, I was in a deep, dark, like, yeah. I love them. And honestly, I love them because, like, I, I'll never forget the first Sunday, drive to my dad to watch a Jets game, and my, my brother and sister were there. It, it was like, like a traumatic experience for me. Like, <laughs> normally my brother picked me up and drove me, and I'm always running lazy. Come on, brother. So, like, oh, and I feel so to this day. Sorry, Tony, I love you so much. I love my brother. He would, I would always miss like, the first three minutes of the game. We'd always miss kickoff. Are we relaxing? Are we deferring? What's going on? Did we win the coin toss? So, we'd always would have to listen to that first like, couple minutes on radio, get to my dad. But uh, he always picked me up, and it was always me, my dad. My sister, um, Tina, who is my dad's girlfriend, who I love so yeah. much. She is such a ride or die when it comes to sports. Yeah. She'll be up all night watching the damn Rangers games with us. We're screaming to being crazy. But um, so really, like, I miss them because of that, like, that sports aspect. Like, yeah. that's, like, I don't know. It was, that was tough. Yeah. When they moved, because it was just, it wasn't the same, like, yeah. and, which was great, because, like, you know what, I, now I said, Dad, I truly am your favorite child, I have to be, yeah. <laughs> because I'm the one that endures all the uh, hardcore losses, and the pain, <laughs> and the angst that we, you know, as Jets fans go through every damn day, yeah, I'm the only one there for you. you. You're about to have a tough season. Yeah, sorry to hear that. Oh, it's like bad, though. Like, you got the worst starting quarterbacks I've ever seen in No, ever in history. Wait, yes. so, so when your coach, when Todd Bowles is literally saying, yeah, this is pretty much the equivalent to a kindergarten, um, you know. Yeah. Kin- kin- kindergarten matchup for for the quarterback competition. That's not. Good. Yeah. That's not good. No, I. There, it's come bad. on. Yeah. When Mangold, oh, when Mangold left the team, I know he's the center. People don't really give a shit about the center. Yeah. Okay, but I do. I have his jersey. Like <laughs> I saw him at training camp. Me and my family, we'd always would travel back to New York. Yeah. Go when it was at Cortland, we would go to the um, you know the training camp and everything. And I love Mangold. He was a great freaking center. He was a good person. He was grounded. I just loved everything about him. Okay. So when he left, I said, "Oh, this is just the beginning." Okay. Yeah. Now, now you have Geno Smith, Marshall, go and Mangold going to the Giants. Which, all right, same locker room, cool. But like, yeah. damn, that hurts. Yeah. When, when okay, so when when snacks Damon Harrison when he went to the Giants like well last year, yeah. That you know what pissed me off when I the first time I saw him at a Rangers game, but with his Giants friends, you used to do that with your Jets fans, uh, your Jets players, and now you're gonna go and be a Giant and so go to the games. No, that that shit pissed me off a little bit. <laughs> this is like, funny. Dude, like LDR all day, like let's go Rangers, but come on, snacks. How are you? You were with your boys, Decker and Mangold, and all of them, and, and Fitz, <laughs> Fitz Magic, okay? And then now you're going to go with all your Giants friends. Okay, whatever. All those players are gone now. Yes, everyone that you named is gone. Brandon Marshall, Decker, I mean, yeah. Decker, oh! My God. Yeah, he's in Tennessee now, joining I, that. Dude, I music. can't believe it. I love, I love him. I love his wife. I just love them. They have yeah. such a cute family. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, it's... I understand the direction they're trying to go in, but my thing is, is like, okay, since I can remember, we've never really had a franchise quarterback. Shout out Chad Pennington, you're great, whatever. But like, we've never had. Yeah, Sanchez. Fran- yeah, well, you got him on your shirt, I, Trust right? me. I. Well, this is for the uh, the Yankees, Sanchez oh, okay, and okay. Judge. 
But yes, uh, trust me, me and my sister love Sanchez, which I, I mean, he led us to two um, back-to-back AFC championships, yep. so whatever. But it's just like, yes, we need a quarterback. But then again, no quarterback or even running back or anyone can flourish if you don't have an offensive line. So there's a lot we need to work on and, and pieces we need to get it's, together. It's not one thing. It, so if we yeah. get the quarterback, who cares? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they're, they're they're in the ultimate, which it's it's weird to see an NFL team do it. They're in ultimate tank mode, just like the Browns were last year. Yeah. I, okay, but here's my thing: is that I like in my head every single day I think about this every single day. Yeah. There's no way you can tell me you are a grown ass man getting paid all this money. There's no way you're not going to go out there and try your best. Now you're the higher ups may try to be thinking, but there's no way these poor players are going to. I don't know. I just I just watched the new Los Angeles Rams All or Nothing on Amazon Prime. I haven't seen that. It's it's pretty oh, good. Oh really? But it was very interesting because their team they went four and twelve, yep. and Jeff Fisher got fired like with four games left, and yep. you know they didn't show a lot of the players you know loafing around because they didn't want to do any players wrong. But when you're getting beaten. By Atlanta, who did go to the Super Bowl 44-0. When you're then getting beat by the Niners, who were just wow. who could just pick second overall, 47 to 6, somebody's giving up. And yes, they are making good money, but I think it just it wears on you because and even they brought up in the show the wide receiver coach was like, Look, we know we're not going to the playoffs, but this right now, what is a human being when you when your team all together is trash and you've not really playing for anything besides your paycheck? It still wears on you. You just you're you're and, and as a human, you just want to give up. Though, that like honestly, that's one that pisses me off about the game or yeah. this sport. And I understand that it's a business, but that pisses me off because like these these is these people's career. This is how they are supporting their families, yeah. and like so they might not get a, another contract after this. Or yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, this is all they have. So all they have is to be able to show like their skills, and and that that just sucks. I mean, yeah. Trust me, it's never been easy being a Jets fan, but this is about to, like, hurt. You're, you're getting the one hurt. pick. Your franchise quarterbacks, they're hoping, is coming up in this next draft. I, but I, but to me, I don't think so. I guess it's a better uh, draft class than it was this past year, but I don't think so. If you're at the one pick, you got to take a quarterback. Yeah. Okay, if I'm at the one okay, so you think the, okay, you think the Browns are going to be better than the Jets? Yes. Wow. Hands down. They have yeah. at least. They at least. Keep so, no, so, 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 you have a better Jets fan. This is what the Jets. I was do. a Panthers fan when they went. They went two and fourteen. I, I, was, I was too. But I saw Jimmy Clausen, Matt Moore, all them play quarterback. Oh, that was so the Jets favorite. will win that one game that takes them from like the second pick to the to the eighth. That's what the Jets do. <laughs> no, ask any. Ask have, you, have you come to the realization what happens if they go zero and sixteen? Have you fought? Have you oh, crossed? Shit. Oh, oh. Yeah, so you haven't thought about that yet. No, oh this I better cry a little bit. Um, well, okay, you know what? Because I mean, I, like, like, okay, you got Forte as a running back, but he's a little yeah, over the hill. Yeah, but Chris Ivory. Chris Ivory was. Oh my God, we had Chris Ivory though. Yeah. And trust me, like I had Forte on my fantasy team, and guess what? The one week I benched him, he popped off against yeah. Bills. Okay. But you got Hackenberg. <laughs> Josh McCown, which listen, every the past three teams Josh McCown's been on, they've all got the first overall pick. Wow. The Buccaneers, yes. the Browns, yeah. and now the Jets. But, but here's my thing. Like, it's, he's, he's the number one I, pick I, I for her. <laughs> I, I've seen Betty, I've seen Hacking, but no, like, no. This is not this is a joke. Like it's a court, this, yes, is, a joke. this is unacceptable though. Like, that's unacceptable yes. to me. Now, how would you feel if because to me, I think if they really truly want to compete, there's a Quarterback who led a team to a Super Bowl as a free hmm. agent. I think I knew yeah. Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Yeah. Kaepernick. 
Because I, I I think it baffles my mind that Kaepernick and RG a guy who, who, over, who overtook a guy like Alex Smith is not a bad quarterback. Yeah, and he took his his, his job. job, and now he doesn't have a job. And I and I honestly say because I keep thinking about it. I, to me, I would I, I would rather have Kaepernick or RG three backing up Cam than DA. D- yeah. Well, wait, what? Than Derek Anderson. You think so? Yeah, Derek. Listen, Derek Anderson. <laughs> He, we always joke with Derek Anderson that he's drinking a six pack. He is. He's always drunk. Because every time they show him, he looks no. like he's like, oh, I'm not going. And then like as soon as he goes in, he's like, uh oh. <laughs> he's got to he, find his he helmet. He's him, yelling. He had yeah. three games last year, and he couldn't beat the Bucks on national TV. And he okay, had four. Tur- I would like I said to me with the way their offense is, I think if you had Kaepernick or as a backup, yeah, yeah, it would be a little bit easier. But, but, but here's the thing, and this is something that I was thinking about. So, like, solely purposely for football, I understand it's all the other hard stuff. Though, because yeah. you gotta just think about this in this manner: is that like there are certain quarterbacks that are like made to be the backup quarterback, aka the Fitzpatrick's That's true. of the world. Okay, so, Derek so they're the used to going to different to different teams and having to run that offense yeah. in a limited amount of time and having to step in. Whereas people like Kaepernick and RG three, their offense has to be built around them. So that's okay. like that's Fair point. that's my only thing is that there's only certain quarterbacks that can actually be backup yeah. quarterbacks in my opinion. Okay. Because so if, if RG three and Ka- Kaepernick go somewhere, they have to be the starters because the offense needs to be built around that. That's but last how year they backed up Gabbert and he was yeah. calm and quiet with it. Did besides, but his, it was his team before that. It was his team before that. So that's so, true. Now, now, but remember, RG three did sit behind Kirk Cousins and was real mm-hmm. quiet that year. Mm-hmm. Well, that was also things. because they, he was still getting paid a true amount of money too. So, and then he went to Cleveland, and the first week of the season, he tried to run over a linebacker, so he didn't learn a lot, obviously. <laughs> well, I mean, I, he's injury prone, and that all goes yes. from how they they over. I just think if you year. go and look at some of the backup quarterbacks that have been signed, Jay Cutler, even who's now just who gonna... retired. But, I, I mean, know. look at some of the backup quarterbacks that are out there, and you just can't tell me that you wouldn't if – if coaches always preach, we want the best 53, you can't tell me you could – and the Jets roster, you couldn't bring Kaepernick in as a fourth quarterback and have – After we freaking have uh, – diminished our entire team, team yeah. like this cap space, I guarantee yes. you that. Well, not even that, but Kaepernick right now is better than Hackenberg, Bryce, Petty, I don't Bryce, think Petty they the give a shit. Like, they don't. They no. don't. I, they want the one pick. It, but that's but that's just that but that's just so unfair because we already have been a struggle. That's why they're probably my favorite team because they're you know they're <laughs> so they've already been a struggle for so long. But it's just so unfair to these like passionate fans. Oh, that, like, I agree. Go there all the time. Like, you know, it's really like it infuriates me. Honestly, yes. no, I know, we know, yeah, we know. Everyone's like talking about like oh like yeah football season in Texas every day. Okay, and and I'm about to give you guys drop some news first. Yeah. You guys heard it here first. Uh, sorry to my brother Tony if he's pissed if I say this, but he's actually moving back here in like a week. Okay? Oh, oh we got brand news here on so the Bears Watch. So this is really breaking news, That's like literally. Like, we heard it. This is a this is a big deal. It is. So the first thing when when I found out he was moving back, I was like, yeah, yeah. he's gonna be able to go to my dad's house, watch the games. I mean, yes, my sister won't be here, but hey, at least I got one component back. Yes. Oh, it's gonna be the worst season ever. Duvall, what was my saying last year with the Panthers stuff? Uh, misery, misery loves company. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's good. Good. That's one of my bar regulars. Get you some t-shirts that's with the Jets. That's one of my bar regulars. Yeah. Misery loves company. No, you're right. Last year, I just, I just remember every, you always saying, oh, no, Gano. Oh, no, Gano. Well, he's trash. No, I know. As, <laughs> as we sat there, we went through the playoffs, and everybody... But he wasn't always trash, though. Like, I don't... Well, he was okay. Fourth round pick. Went to the Redskins. 
Then they cut him, and then we picked him up because Alinda Mare was struggling. Oh, struggling. And then Gano had some good years yeah. there, but what I really, back to the point, I've said a thousand times, I knew we were in trouble when Way went to the training camp last year, and they didn't even bring in a camp leg. Yeah. yeah. To me, in professional sports, I don't care how great you are, you got to bring in competition. Yep. Well, because yeah, because even, that's how anyone flourishes. Yes, yep. because but even if you know you're Cam Newton or you're Peyton Brady, or you Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, you want to know that, oh, like, they just drafted this guy in the third round. So I at least I at least need to keep my regardless yep. of how good you are, somebody's always trying to take your job. And when they didn't bring in a back just a camp an undrafted rookie free it's agent. Crazy, right? Like why wouldn't Well you? for like so like two years ago we had Quigley as our punter. Yeah. And he was dude like 25, 25 yards. Like, come go yeah, on. Like, bad, yeah. like what the hell? Is yeah. that is this a joke? So bad but so what how I knew this past, I kind of had hope going into this past season. Y'all had kind of did like a mini we had, rebuild. We had a, a, a ten, we had won ten, ten games. games. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. should have made it to the playoffs, mm-hmm. but we just crumbled against the Bulls. Whatever, it's yeah. a division game. Anything can happen. Yeah. Whatever. But so ten wins, and so I kind of was like, yeah, who? Like, let's go Jets. I knew from game one last year against the Bengals, Nick Folk, our kicker, who. Had been very consistent for us for many years. It would get yeah. like 25 consecutive goals, whatever. He missed like a, an extra point, okay? Yeah. And then he missed like a 23 yard field goal. I said, This, I said, this season is done. Yeah. I will never forget. I, I was sitting next to my father. I looked at my dad and I said, This season's done. <laughs> really? Because we should have won that game. Yeah. I, I knew it. And then what's crazy to me is that like last season, Fitzpatrick got the AFC player, offensive player of the week, week three against the Bills. And then he freaking collapsed and crumbles against the Chiefs yeah. next week. He had like six, he had eight turnovers, six in the red zone, and literally we were still in the game. We still had hope. When you are still in the game, and, and yeah, that's all you have, it's your fault. <laughs> and I was all about the Fitz magic. Trust me, my Twitter handle was Fritz magic, but yeah. it still is. You still have the shirt that says. I sure do. Yeah. I, I should have worn it today, to be honest. Like, because you know what? At the end of the day, I loved him. He gave us hope. Like, yeah. But so that's how I knew it was going to be a but long season. That's Ryan Fitzpatrick for you, though. I, isn't that so sad, like he though? He gives you hope, and then he, he just does. tears you out. Yeah, it's so sad. It, it's he did terrible. It with, I mean, Buffalo, he oh. gave them hope. Mm-hmm. Then they gave, big, they gave that big contract, and he oh. was trash. And then what pisses me off is he had that holdout and everything. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, we have some like promising young people, I feel like, like Quincy Nunwa and like Anderson. I mean, we had a couple good key role players yeah. that were but like dude now they have no one to even well, throw to yeah. them I knew so y'all were in do? trouble when he held out until like the week before training right. camp for yeah. like come on, or whatever. Like, come on. Yeah. and like even though people are like well they're professionals no you need that time of but guess what he's reps. smart because he knows how he is well, no, and he yeah. knew he was about to probably crumble so he was trying to get all the money, all money he can and, he's very, and, now, and now he does have a, a pretty penny so he okay. does and he's backing up somewhere again is he though yes okay. yes somebody signed him to back up again I can't okay. remember where me either honestly and normally I know all the I mean him Brian Hoyer they just stay getting jobs I don't know how. I know, you know. Case Keenum stayed getting jobs. Oh, I, I, yes. Oh, he's a bad, he's a back of he the sure Minnesota. Come on. See, like, I always worry about Fitzpatrick, Hoyer, and Keenum because every time they're on a team, they end up playing. That means your starter gets hurt. Right. Yeah. Like, it's no like lie. Like, it's bound to happen. Like, Jimmy Carlson keeps the job, too. Yeah, well, he actually was out of the league last year. I thought he played for the Chicago when Jay Culler got hurt. Yeah. He, I, think they, I thought they cut him after a little bit. I think that was two years ago. When oh, it was? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Culler's been downside for a few years. Well, yeah. Him yeah. and Brandon Marshall are having that beef, which yeah. and that's why that's why I love Brandon Marshall as a Jet. He is so passionate. And, like, oh, him, him and Fitzpatrick are, like, besties. They, like, FaceTime and, and now stuff. Now you get to see him 
play for the other team. <laughs> but you know what? I don't mind the Giants. So, truth be told, like, I'm Jets, Jet Life to the Next Life, like, whatever, because, you know, of my dad. But my mom, her whole side was Giants, like, her whole life. Like, my mom's dad, so my grandfather, yeah. had, like, season tickets to the Giants. Yeah. But, like, obviously, I just grew up with my dad watching the Jets, therefore... Yeah, you know. So, that, so we'll get into it now. Like as we're already talking fandom and stuff, and yeah. you big New York. So your Jets, your Rangers, and Yankees, and Yankees. And it's so just how random. did you, and it's just and the, so you got to the Jets because your dad was obviously a Jets. Fan. Because my dad. So every every day I think in my head, Father, why am I not a Giants fan? Yeah, like, you'd have two. Super what Bowls. did I do? Yeah, what did yeah. I do to you? Yeah. What? But no, I feel bad. I try to like hide my angst like after a tough loss because yeah. I know like he always walks me to my car after I leave his house every Sunday, and so I wait till I drive away to cry a little bit because <laughs> I, I don't want him to feel so bad because I know I know he feels bad. But so because of him, I'm I'm Jets, and then he was always a Rangers fan growing up, and it's actually a really cute story of why he he was even a Rangers okay. fan. Okay. So my grandfather, his dad. Um, you know, this was back in the day. You got to think, like, there was not a, even a TV guide. Like, yeah. there was, this is how, and my dad, this is how my dad told me the story. Literally, you would have to sit there and make sure you got the paper. And it would tell you what time the Rangers games were on. Yeah. If not, I mean, you didn't know. You didn't, yeah, you you didn't have a guide to reference. You didn't have a smartphone. You, nothing. Yeah. So, the games were on really late normally. Or later than he was allowed to stay up. So. Yeah. He, he started to realize, okay, wait, if I watch the game with my dad, I can stay up late. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. okay. So, he, at first, he didn't really even care. I mean, he yeah. was probably five, six, whatever. Yeah. But then it started to be like, wow, he started knowing the players. He's on the third. Yeah. So, my dad was one of six. So, like, they'd be at um, the dinner table. And my grandfather, my dad said, would just sit there. He would have his hands on the table and kind of just, like, flick his finger over, pretend, pretending he was playing, like, uh, table hockey or whatever. Yeah. And that was his sign, like, hey, do you want to watch the game with me tonight? Oh. And my dad would be like, yeah. So my grandma would let him stay up. And so it, not only was it time for him to bond with his dad, yeah, it was a time for him to be able to stay up late. And then he ended up truly loving the Rangers. Yeah. Oh. So it, I, I will never forget when he first started getting me to start watching the Rangers. It, it was hard because, I mean, the hockey puck is so small. I'm like, oh, my God, it's so much going on. But, like. <laughs> it really, I, I remember that was like, Brittany, I thought you didn't care at all, like, you were on your phone, da 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 But then he goes, my dad was like, I'll never forget, like, it was like a couple days later, it was the playoffs, and I guess it was like me and my brother and my sister or something, like, at my mom's, watching the playoff game, it was against the Devils, and um, we called, I was like, Dad, oh my God, did you just see that hit? And I can't believe it, like, we're going to overtime, da and he was like, Brittany, that was like the proudest moment of my life ever that you were, <laughs> that you called me about the damn Rangers after yeah. I thought you didn't even care. That's hilarious. That's and then, yeah, so like now it's like Rangers all day, like LGR. Hockey is an amazing sport, It's which this is going to be a different story for a different time because I could really go on a whole rant about how like hockey truly is. Like if you think about the, I love Steph Curry, I love the Warriors. Yeah. But the, the NBA playoffs this year are trash. Pure oh, they trash. Were, they were bad. It's trash. It's true. It's not good TV. It was pure it was 100% trash. Any hockey game, you might not give a shit about either of the teams. Guess what? It was a good game. Now, wait a second, though. These past couple series is in hockey, there was a lot of, especially the finals, they went back and forth from 5-0, 4-0, 5-0, 4-0, and then finally the last two games were a little right. bit better. But if you think before that, though, every other series okay. it was overtime games, double overtime games, yeah. 
what so, I mean, and it was like some weird stat of like okay. literally amount of overtime games that there was. So like a lot of games, or even, but even besides that, even if there was a five zero blowout, yeah. and the next day a seven zero, at least the series was like tied. That's true. That's and it had to go six games yeah. or seven games. You weren't having these sweeps. Yeah. That that's the thing. Yeah. Like so, at the end of the day, even like a lot of times, if I don't like the team. Yeah, I'm gonna play this, but I'm not gonna necessarily watch the game. With hockey, you want to watch it. It's, I mean, it's good TV. But regardless of any of that, you know, hockey playoffs, like it's, it's like true, like it's dear to me because obviously I don't get to experience the Jets that much. Uh, <laughs> but like, the last time the Jets were in the playoffs, I was in college, so I would watch it. I actually met a group of Jets fans, um, so I never got to watch the Jets really. In the playoffs with my dad, yeah. like of drinking age and all that, yeah. you know. Like, so really, I mean, because besides that, I mean, so uh, the Rangers have been like our thing, and so like even like though, like my sister and brother have moved, which sucks. I, I remember he's coming like, back. It's okay. He's coming back, he's coming baby. Back. You're good. He's back, baby. Yeah. But so he, but so like he came to visit once, and it was like just so happened to be the playoffs for the Rangers, and like we should have gotten eliminated the game before. We were down. Yeah. We were down a goal with like. Uh, 30 seconds left to go, and I remember I was working, and we ended up scoring the tie it, and we went in overtime. So it just so happened that we won that game, and we got to play the next game. My brother came in town like that next day. <laughs> we had to all walk together. We ended up winning the series in Game Seven. So, but um, so yeah, so we, you know, we watched, we watched all that together. Yeah. Whatever, it's great, fun times. But with with uh, baseball, though, it's weird because, like, my dad's not that into baseball, but. Uh, the reason why I like the Yankees, so I'm from upstate New York. Yeah. And. But really, now, wait, have you lived down here longer now than you'd lived up in New York? Yes, yes, I, I will. Because oh, I was talking about that. Okay. Because remember, you asked me about the Panthers? Yeah. I hate that. I, like, it's not even the Panthers that I don't, I don't like. That. It's not that. It's like, no offense. It's the fans. Like, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, uh, we went to a game four years ago, okay? Whatever. It's just four you know, years ago. That means like that's a whole. We play this career. year. Yes. Yeah. So, but like, so I spent like really good money like on these tickets. Yeah. Okay. To to go to this Jets Panthers game. Yeah. And my sister went. My dad went. Me, my best friend Taylor and Nicole Ashley. And is this when Captain Munlin had the pick six and we killed y'all? Well, it was a close game at first. Okay. Like, and then yeah, the second year. Yeah. It was so. four years ago. Yeah. But remember that was the year that you guys almost didn't make. The playoffs, I think, and then you got, and then you guys like won the last six games or whatever. Was seven eight one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but regardless of that, so we were there, and like me and my friend Taylor, I mean, we this was in my Christmas present. I spent like a couple hundred on these tickets. It was like three rows back, um, in the end zone, and my dad and sister had tickets like in the end zone, but like you know how there's like this walkway and the seating, like the handicap. They have to. So apparently, about like you said, we've lived here longer than we lived. You know, yeah. New York. So they were giving out free T-shirts, and my sister just so happened to catch a free T-shirt. Who cares? She was hyped. Like, yeah. get crunk, whatever. Yeah. Well, get crunk. So get crunk all over. Get That's what I'm saying. Get crunk. Like, <laughs> get, crunk. get crunk. So my sister was like, literally going crazy. Oh, cool, sure. Well, these fans up top started calling her a whore, a hoe, a slut. Get that. So my dad was like, no. Like, yeah. like I understand. Like, trust me, we're Jets fans. We yeah. understand. But you're crossing the line, this and the third, which, at the end of the day, dad, let it go. Yeah. But, like, how can a dad let it go? Of course, of course. How can, of course. And that's not every Panthers fan. That's not. That's not. That's just some, some jackasses. So, I was, I'm a Jets fan, but I was with a Panthers fan. Me yeah. and Taylor, she was a Panthers fan. Yeah. Three rows back. 
she's the cutest little thing in the world because she likes sports but not doesn't really know it. But so yeah. she was so happy to be there. And something was happening, and she was like standing up like cheering, so happy. And the lady behind her was like, sit down, you need to sit down. I said, I wasn't even the one standing up. Yeah. I said, Taylor, you're okay, honey. You you still yeah. stay standing up. But which is fun, and like that's just a few bad apples. You're gonna get yeah. that at any stadium you go to. Yeah. You're gonna do. Like it's not it's not a big deal. But like for me, I guess it's just like my reason to like. You have, you know, you, you and know, everybody has their, you know, things. I like actually that. like to see when they do well. Honestly, yeah. I, I truly. Wait, because you, if, as being a wait, you're a waitress, right? So if they're doing well, more people. Bartender. Are the bartender. Bartender. Yeah. Oh, when I spend money. Well, and that's yeah. and that's true because yes. when they do do well, like we like for the playoff games. Oh my god, it's like crazy. yes, with like Panther shots and like yeah. you know like so and I don't like I like to see them do well. There's a lot of awesome players on that team that I like yeah. like just regardless of you know. So, but I'm just, I can't, I can't it's get into it. I it's So here's where we're going to go, because you, you got fired up before the podcast, and we're doing our pre-meeting. <laughs> so, as we see, if you follow, if we follow Brittany on any social medias, I went down your Twitter feed today to get any talking oh points, my God, I was and it was Steph Curry, Lock-ins 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 Lock-ins. <laughs> so, of course, a lot of people know by now, Steph Curry is from the Charlotte area, went to, what, Charlotte Christian, yeah. and yeah. then went to Davidson, and then, you know, obviously got drafted by the Warriors in the first round. Oh, no, and no. his career started good, a little rocky. There were some ankle injuries. And then skyrocketed. He learned how to shoot Yeah, point. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, how, what, you, you, you were fired up about being called a bandwagon. Okay. I guess so, I am. Yeah, okay. So, what, what, why are you not a bandwagon? And why are you so diehard for Steph Curry maybe not the Knicks? Maybe not the Bobcats and then the Hornets. Maybe not, you know, something like okay. that. Well, I'll tell you on that, and yeah. I would really love to let this be known. Okay. Again. So, first off, I've never been a Knicks fan. Okay. I was never really into the NBA. Okay, fair I think enough. it's all so, like, money-driven, player-driven. You know, yeah. obviously, clearly the Warriors are a stacked team, but that's a different story. But anyways... So I'm, but I love college basketball. Like Syracuse okay. all day, the Orange, like Jimmy, Jim Beheim, like you know, like just I, I love college hoops. But so regardless, I was never really into NBA like that. Okay. Well, I dated a guy in college, and he is from the Boston area, and he's a Boston fan, Celtics okay. fan. Okay. So he would like the the first thing I ever did, honestly, when I went to go visit him in Boston, we went. You know, we went to the TD Garden and everything, and I just fell in love. Rondo was on the team. I thought Rondo was crazy and just whatever, like, just a good, solid player. It was when Paul Pierce was on the team, KG, Zach Rivers, like, all people that I loved. So I, like, fell in love with that team, okay? So it wasn't like I liked the NBA, but I I did fall in love with the Celtics, okay? Yeah. But like I said, I've always followed college hoops. So I went to East Carolina University. My friend Rachel... Is from Charlotte as well. Yeah. I met her at ECU, okay? She went to high school with Coach McKillop's son. Coach McKillop is the coach from the Davidson Mouth. So, his son played on the team with Steph Curry. Okay. So, they were teammates. So, Rachel was good friends with him. Yeah. We would get free tickets to the damn Davidson games. So, we would come home for the weekend to visit our parents and everything, and we would go to the games. Right. Okay. So, I will never forget that just it was the first game I actually had ever been to at Davidson. It was the game that Steph got his 2000 career point at Davidson. And I was like, oh my, like this little kid just like out there balling. I'm like, oh my, like this is amazing. Like, yeah. This kid's amazing. So then they went on to like 
you know, obviously make a run in the tournament and everything. Yeah. And I just remember sitting there and just watching every game and just being so enticed and him like dropping 30 and like just being like crazy. Just mm -hmm. being a freaking nature. He's such a small dude. Yeah. He, no one even wanted him. No one, not even like Virginia Tech. No, nobody wanted him. In college, him. nobody wanted him. Right. Okay. In college, nobody wanted him. They, he wasn't going to even necessarily get a chance. Yeah. Okay. Davidson reached out, wanted him, whatever. Flourish, literally flourish. Yes. Yeah. So he chants that. So he gets he gets drafted in 09, Okay. And this is what's funny. So I was watching a Celtics game because I was a Celtics fan. Yeah. And I always still followed Steph though as well, but they were playing the Warriors. And it was the game Ray Allen got he broke some three record or something. Okay. But Steph, they were playing against the Warriors and stuff. Great. And I just remember, like, Steph is still the same player he was in college. Like, he's still great. Yeah. And I just loved him. And I always have, and I, and then um, in college as well, so then the next year, I had this guy that was a friend, and he is from the Bay Area, so he was always a Warriors fan, and so, like, we'd always be tweeting back and forth, like, I've been on Twitter for a minute, so. Yeah. Tweeting back and forth about it, and he is always, like, my biggest backer of, like, yes, like, literally since, like, 08, 09, 10, she has always been about Steph Curry. And then, so, obviously, yes, they started doing well. I can't help it. I can't help that most of the players on that team were drafted by the Warriors. Yeah. It wasn't like they bought all these players. Yes, they bought KD, but guess what? They got a, a ring before they got KD. Yeah. So, to me, okay, which I'm not going to lie, I, I feel like maybe without Kevin Durant this year, the Warriors might not have won. The championship. They might he have went a, on. He went on fire and play. He, I mean, yeah, he was on fire. when he hit that three game three like, uh, over LeBron with like yeah. that, that I knew that was a, that was technically a game winner. That technically yeah. was a game winner. Yeah, that that, that was, was that was like the season, like the the close of the playoffs. Oh yeah, just like yeah. yeah, this is it. Like you knew it. Like you yeah. knew it. <laughs> Again, like over LeBron's head, like you knew, like <laughs> so, like that's my thing. Like it just pisses me off that they try to like. So what happens when Steph Curry? Whenever it may happen, because everybody leaves, everybody retires. Yeah. Are you done with the Warriors, or are you still going to stick it out? But, like, are you going to find uh, a player? You got you got to learn how to confront these but things. But that's what know? I hate because like I have grown to like love that team. Like yeah. When I heard that Iguodala really did sign back with the Warriors, I mean, I literally was brought to tears. Like <laughs> I really, I guess me so like I'm a bartender, so I got off work really late, and I think it was like right when like the you know the free agency started at twelve or whatever. So Steph got his, you know, deal like right after that, and then the next day I bartended it again, and so I got a flight and I saw the whole Iggy thing, and like I literally was brought to tears. It's like yes, Iggy's back. Like I love him. Like he is a key player for him to be so humble to come off the bench as a six man where at any other team he'd be, he would literally be a starter. Yeah. Like that's a that's why I love that team. I think like the money helps. Well, yeah, but but he <laughs> but, but like KD took a pay cut. KD to pick up. Yeah, like true. I'm just saying, like it to me, like that whole team, like the camaraderie on that team is just so amazing. It's just like it's chemistry. It's wild. What it, what it helps with those two guys, Iguodala played for the Sixers and they went through a lot of mm -hmm. up and down seasons. Yeah. So now, when you finally taste success, you want to keep it. Yeah. Same with Durant, they made it all the way to the finals and lost. And we talked about this on Gavin's podcast yeah. about. I think as a society now, we've made it to where you have to have a championship to be to successful. Be, to be relevant. To be considered relevant. Relevant. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, Hall of Famer. As we've said, and I've said this a bazillion times, you know, Shaq did it to uh, Charles Barkley on yeah, live TV yeah, right. saying, you don't know what you're talking about because you haven't won a championship. No, Charles Barkley knows what he's talking about. Exactly. He's one of the, he's a Hall of Famer and having a career double-double. Like, 
Yes, he didn't get his one championship, but that doesn't mean he doesn't know anything. Exactly. Now, yes, it does hurt because I'm sure every day he wishes he could have had one. Yeah. But I feel like us as a society now have been like, I remember sitting around at lunch tables in middle school and high school. Oh, who's the greatest? And most of the time as a little kid, you didn't know a lot of stats. Oh, it had to be Jordan because right. he had six. Yes. But then all of a sudden, when Robert Horry ended up with eight because he bounced <laughs> around from the Spurs, the Rockets, like, the Lakers, like, everything, you know. But then, so then you can't use the argument of whoever has the most titles right. because he has eight. And I was eight, like, if you don't get a three-peat, you're not probably. Yeah. And, like, and, crazy and, shit. So like, I can see where Durant came from because he had to go – they weren't going to get it done on Oklahoma City. They had the best team, and then they got rid of Harden. Or, yeah, they got rid of Harden. Yeah. And, then, that, and yeah. if they couldn't make that run with that team, then it was never going to yeah. happen. And see, well, what, see what, I hate, what I hate is, is um, and I know I've kind of spoke on this, is, is I hate that so many people bash Kevin Durant on what he did because I, I look at it as, okay, if you have a job and there's an opportunity to grow somewhere else and you have a better set of crew around you yeah. and you can be more successful why not do it yeah. it's a business it's and then, even that like when I was a child when I played AAU basketball I would play for a team and we would lose to go to like nationals and what would happen was after we'd lose players from the other team would be like hey you can play with us so yeah. then right after those playoffs that following season my dad would have me playing for them and they were a team that knocked us out well, so and nobody talked to me about that. And I think it goes right. the same way when people get so mad when people take more money to leave a team. Because I always say it's the same thing. You just brought, you're telling me if you're working at your job and some other place came to give you a 20% raise or a 100% raise, yeah. you're going to say you're gonna say no? no. Because you, you've been somewhere for 15 years no. or 8 years? No, you got to go do what's best for your yes. family right. because that's what it comes down that's to. That's fair. You know? Literally, that's how they provide. Exactly. So, you know, either – because I hate when people say – Oh, you know, who love people who take less money, but yeah. then hate people who right. take more money. No, you, you come on, you can't do that because again, it always goes back to the go ask somebody who's working and who's a, doing a, the minimal at their job. If somebody came and asked them, "Oh, we'll give you a, a promotion, more money." Now the conditions may not be as good, but you're going to get, you know. Your salary is going to be one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars as opposed to thirty thousand dollars. Right. Well, I'm, I'm going over there. Plus, besides that, I mean, when you think about it, like it's all about, especially in sports in general, like fitting with the team. So, like, yeah. obviously, Russell Westbrook is an amazing, incredible player. Yes. He's the MVP. So, but Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant cannot get it done together. That's okay? true. Yeah. There's there's a reason why there's different positions in sports. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. You may be not meshing. What whatever it is, okay. Regardless, to me, it's like I think without KD this year, I I don't know if we would have necessarily won the championship or not. Yeah. I don't know. I know we did win one without him. Yeah. But what all I'm saying to you is that like, who cares that he he left and, and joined a, a force? Like, it wasn't like he joined something that her already bought everybody to get there. No, this was a team that was. Whenever the new ownership was taken over, yeah. and they drafted these players, and drafted Clay Thompson, and drafted Draymond Green, who wasn't yeah. even a first round draft pick, yeah. and is now the defensive player of the year. Like, come yeah. on, like you, they, the Warriors, were doing what was best for them, and guess what? Kevin Durant was doing what was best for him because guess what? He deserves it because he is a great player. And you know, and you he know, was in the league for ten years and didn't get it done. Right. So you've got to change your scenery. And he's an amazing player. It's with, so, any, it's, it's with any relationship. If, right. If you're not getting it done and you're not feeling that spark. Then maybe you should try something else and get you know go somewhere. And, right. then, and then even not even to, to add that, people talk about how stacked their team was. If you look at the Oklahoma City team, if James Harden, Harden? would have left, yeah. if Ibaka was still there, if Durant was still yeah. there, they were all together. They were all together. But everybody's building that now. The NBA is like 
Look at the 76ers. What they lost so much so they could build a young super team. Same so they Sacramento, could keep well, Sacramento. Not Sacramento, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's one of those things where you kind of have to have a big three or a big four. And you do. And, and, and when people go, it. well, you know, the Celtics start. No. Remember, Charles Barkley chased it with yes. Hakeem Olajuwon mm-hmm. and all the in the Houston, and they didn't get it done. Yeah. It's been going around. Malone, it's been yeah. happening. And that's why Malone. The Malone and Gary Payton and Shaq and Kobe did it yeah. back mm-hmm. then. But then they ran into a, a young Pistons team that had more juice. And they than couldn't. Them. And they, they couldn't beat them. They yeah. It happens. And and ring chasing. Gary Payton won a ring with the Heat. As a, like a 12th man. Yeah, yeah. Right. So every, they get that ring, though. They got that ring, ring. So that's what it is. So, again, we made that society to where it's like, mm-hmm. you got to have a ring. Now you can't go to Gary Payne and be like, well, even though he was a Hall of Famer before he got the ring. Right, but yeah. now it's like, well, at least I got me one. You know? Yeah, Regardless if I only played, you know, three minutes a game. But I still but that's got like Everyone needs to worry about themselves because, you yeah. know what? Like, we're about your own team. Like, regardless if we had KD or not, the Warriors were still going to be a super team. So get over it. Get over it, dude. That's true. Their fans have been so consistent for so long. It breaks my heart that the Oracle, as I call it, it's the Oracle, but it's the Oracle. (laughs) Like, they're going to be leaving Oakland, Mm -hmm. whatever. But, like, those fans have always been great fans, even when they were pure trash, like straight up garbage. So, like, regardless, just let them be happy and worry about your own damn team. Like, sorry that your team wasn't smart enough to draft players that the Warriors did. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. That's true. That's not that's my problem. So, that's so about that. Duvall, I think you need to hand her the old triple whammy sauce notebook. So okay. for anybody who's never listened or breaking it down for Brittany too, we've got a notebook here. <laughs> triple whammy sauce, our sponsor, Tyler makes sauce. She'll be leaving with a free little jar of sauce too oh, as well. So it's a notebook full of random questions varying from funny topics to serious topics to outrageous topics. <laughs> it just depends on where Brittany wants to take it. She's going to choose. Wait, so I just randomly pick? No, no. I mean, you can do it. You pick however you want. But oh, that, they can't be checked off. Right? It can't oh, be checked off. Oh, her Sharpie so she can check hers whoa. off. It can't be checked off. It has to It has to be open. If it's checked off, you cannot answer. You cannot ask that question. Oh, this is, whoa. I just came across this one. I'm not sure. So mark it. You will keep going to spiel. So mark but it. But I feel like maybe. So she's going to pick a question. She's going to ask it. Then all of us are going to answer it. It may st- stem off another discussion. Or maybe you want it done and we answer. It just depends. I just feel like this is meant to be that I'm okay. on this question. All right. Okay. Go ahead. If you're feeling it, let's go. <sighs> so if you had to pick only one sport and one level to watch for the rest of your life. Like, example, if you had to pick the NFL. Yeah. If you can't watch college football. What would you pick? Who wrote that? Because I mean. Trent. Trench, oh, team money, oh, skids. That's okay. That's blowing my mind. Yeah, and so also, as she asked that, she read out Trent asked it, so I'm gonna tag him in it. So when Brittany at the end, after the pocket's over, she's gonna add her question or questions and put her name in it. And then if somebody reads her question, I'll obviously tag her in so she can listen in, uh, even though she's yes. probably listening every week. Well, but uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why all right, so it. read the question again, okay. If you had to pick only one sport and one level to watch for the rest of your life, example, if you picked NFL and you yep. can't watch college football, what would you pick? I'll start off easy. I mean, it's it's a hard one, easy but easy, e- easy because I already know. I mean, if you're sitting in this basement, you'll know. Panthers. It'd be it'd be the NFL. I, I've always I've had a love of the NFL since I was a kid. I remember my dad took me in 1995 to Clemson Stadium when they were an expansion team. And I was wearing a little Panther sweater. My mom has a picture of that. And from then on, like I said, similar to your, your dad's stories, I was hooked on the Panthers. 
I wasn't – my parents weren't big college football fans because they both went to UNCG and they didn't really Have do good. college football. Now, I enjoy college football now, you know, as a, as a fan. Yeah. But if I had to choose one, it would it would be the NFL. That was easy for you. Yeah, it was. That was an easy well, one. This is really, really tough because I think football and basketball have, like, one one half of my heart is football, the other half is basketball. Like, like then, But, like, college basketball or, like – NBA. Um, NFL and NBA, and then yeah. there's a, there's a small snippet that's MLB because I'm, I'm, a, I'm <laughs> yeah. a baseball fan. Oh uh, yeah. Um, so um, I think I would have to say um, I would have to watch. Oh, it's tough. It, it I mean, is. I know. It, it I is. Because to me, you kind of have to watch some of the other game to res- to get some of the big. Yeah. Game. I, 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 in my mind, I think I'd, I'd probably no. still go. I would still go yeah. NFL. Um, it'd be hard. Yeah. It'd be hard for me to not watch basketball, but football. I, it, it's in, in it's, just, city, it's just something about it. About it. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the the energy in um, in the Spectrum Center now. It used to be Time Warner Cable, but the energy in there for a game is like no other. But at the same time, if you go to a Panthers game, that energy is and just totally like the bad. whole town, the whole yes. city, the whole city. So, so I think I, I would probably say Panthers too. The first yeah. year I moved here was oh one, and that was when you guys went, or like a little bit after was when you went to the Super Bowl, I guess. Oh three, yeah. Oh, so I just, high school. I just, I just moved here, and like, this, it was like the most amazing thing to me. Like yeah. every damn radio station. I mean, like. Well, even two years ago. Yeah. Right. We, we how, been how was that? Like, years. That's crazy. Like, yeah. must be nice because you guys, your team has been in the league half the time the Jets have been, and I've never been alive to see them in a damn Super Bowl, but you guys are going to see them. Well, I think about people who are Patriots fans have seen six Super Bowls. You understand there's kids now who, like, say they were say they were born in 2000, what, two when they won their first one or one, so they'd yeah. now be, what, 2001, 17... Is that 16? 16? Nice. They've seen their six years out of their t- 16 years what? of life, six Super Bowls. So here's the Giants beat them. So, Dad, yeah, why am I not a yeah. Dad, Henry Enar, are you listening? Why am I not a Giants fan? <laughs> like, I can't with you. I love you so much, but like, this is this is hard. This is like, this is a question I don't think yeah. I can answer. Like, you gotta answer. Yeah. You gotta answer. So, like, I mean, you asked it. Yeah. I know. Like, like, you should ask it. Yeah. Well, I didn't even mean to. I just like, stumbled upon it. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, so, I don't know, like, the Yankees were my first love of sports just because, like, living in Endicott, New York, like, everyone was a Yankees fan. Yeah. Like, my dad wasn't necessarily into it, but, like, I was with my friends, my cousins, my aunt, like, that's how, like, we Well, and they're the most decorated sports team probably right. in the history of sports. But I, mean. but I will tell you one thing. Like, Steph Curry all day, but then again, no, because guess what? I don't have the bond with my dad. Okay. With, with, with Steph Curry. So, yeah. So, it boils down to the Jets and the Rangers, and, like, that is something that I would probably, like... I would probably it would have to be like a coin toss. Like I don't know. Like you gotta choose one. Like obviously the Rangers flourish way more. Yeah. But it kind of sucks because the Rangers really toy with our emotions a lot. Like <laughs> no. because like they'll make it to the Santa Cup and then like lose even though they should have won. So I mean like God, who am I gonna pick, guys? All right, you know what? I'm gonna say the What's Rangers. Either? I'm gonna so say you're hockey. Why NHL. Why? Yes, because why know why? My dog is named Zuccarello after Matt Zuccarello from the Rangers and. I, I love hockey. I think yeah. it's so underrated. I'm, like, really passionate about it that, like, it needs to be more, like, universally. I, I wish it wasn't the same time period of the playoffs for the NHL as the NBA. Yeah. Because yeah. I, it just, it, I literally would, like, give my life to make a movement for the freaking NHL. Well, I, I think with the NHL, one of their things is it's just, one, I know it costs a lot to play in the league. It does. Two, 
it's mostly a northern thing because it's a cold. Like you know, out here we can play football in the backyard, basketball in the driveway, yeah. soccer in a you know even though soccer's kind of getting back up there, but it's still a world sport. You yeah. can play those easily. Now, yes, you can play roller hockey, but let's be honest, you still got to buy skates and a stick, and somebody's got to have a yeah. puck or a ball. You're right. You got to play in the street. In a, you can play yeah, in the street. In New York, cold set, but again, it's a cold weather thing, and you can't you know you can find. Basketball leagues, football leagues, soccer leagues around us here in the South, anywhere. You can yeah, go any right. county, yeah. they got four or five different leagues or teams but or whatever. But hockey, show. if where we are right now, sitting in this basement or even Huntersville, Charlotte, I think the only place you got to go to like Uptown yeah. or way out to like Pineville. So, depending on how well your parents want to take you to do those things, right, that's, yeah, yeah. that's true. It's, that's you know, true. how's that? Because it's not as easy, not as accessible. As it would be as the other sports well, where you yeah. can just pick up a football. Yeah, yeah. And, and the tough thing is, like, doing, I, I mean, I love the NFL. Like, yeah. But, like, even though the Jets pretty much always suck, like, I go to my dad every Sunday. It doesn't yeah. matter. I watch the entire Supply game. Supply and demand. There's only 16 games right. you get. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. that's one thing that I think is a big factor for yeah. the NFL. And so, like, I mean, I do. Like, that's, like, one of my true, like, Sundays are, like, sacred for me because yep. yes. of football. That's how we like, Literally, like, 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 I won't take a job if I have to work Sunday. Yeah. Like, it gets crazy. Like, yeah. my life is mapped out like that. Yeah. And, but, like, it's, but to me, though, too, it's, like, it's such a family, family thing. Like, yes. I watch my damn father every Sunday. Yeah. Every Sunday. Well, and like, like you said, you, NFL, you got that one Sunday. You sit down with your friends and family. Mm-hmm. You watch that year one team. And then you'll catch other games. But, you know, NHL, NBA. There's a bunch of games. A, there's a bunch of games. Not to say you're not as, as passionate about it. Right. But, but it's, it's a lot to watch. It's a lot to and watch. And you can miss a couple, and you don't miss a lot. Right. Oh, okay. You catch it on your phone, or they lost one, three to one. They lost one to four, right. or whatever. And you can keep moving. As an NFL, like you said, you feel like it's an event. You sit down for three and a half, is, four hours. You get your chicken wings, you, you get your beer, beer, you watch a couple of games, a couple games, like tailgate, tailgate. Right. There's no tailgate for a basketball game. Right. Now. Maybe for a right. playoff, but even then, it's not that. It's active. not like that. Usually, by the time yeah. it, you know, well, I guess it's beginning of summer when playoffs come around. But then you're not really tailgating yeah. for a basketball playoff no. game. I mean, right. So you know, it's one of those things. And Brittany, I gotta say, I, I thoroughly admire your family atmosphere with football because I think that's something. I, you know, we did the same thing, but my yeah. dad was never as passionate about football as I am now, about especially the Panthers. Like, he would be more of the fall asleep and take a nap kind of guy. Yeah. Whereas, and I know, as Duval knows, we're going to watch that thing through yeah. all the way, so. Well, my dad had actually stopped really watching the Jets. Like, he said, like, when his kids, I mean, I'm one of three, he, you know, kind of stopped watching just because he wanted to focus on his kids. So, like, yeah. And it was too much for him, and it's just stressful. Yeah, oh, it is. So he wasn't into it as much, but once we got older, he was able to get back gotcha. into it. So, and that's what's crazy yeah. about it. But, like, he's, like, brought us into being some, like, crazy, like, Jets fans. You know, every damn stat, like, every little, you know. So, which is so funny to, like, see that. You know, so I guess, like, like I said, Jets, lo- I love them. And clearly I do, or else I would not watch yeah. them every week knowing that they're not going to probably get <laughs> <laughs> but the Rangers, it's just something about yeah. the Rangers. Oh, yeah. Like even like we don't have the NBA package at my house. We don't have the the um the hockey I mean the the Yankees so package up oh, but we but we have so NFL and yeah. we have the and we have NHL. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We those are the two that we have, so Yeah. And, and I I also um along with Jacob, I admire you just the the being able to come together on Sundays yeah. and yeah. enjoy it's that the time. Best. Yeah. And, and I, I think that's something that I think I appreciate, not only just with Jacob doing, but I mean, me and my parents, my, they're just as passionate about it. And when we lose, 
It's, it is rough. But at least it's together. Yeah, like, it, it is. And, and we know that. But when you that win. Is, you, yes. you, when you win, you really win. But when yeah. you when lose. When you beat the Patriots, when you beat the Patriots yeah. as a Jack, I mean, it is like the most, it's like a high. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the best. Yeah. It's the best ever. It really when, is. When I saw the Falcons lose 28. I remember that. Oh, it's opposite it's for me. Misery loves company and all those Falcons fans got to feel worse. It's opposite for me because I hate the Patriots, obviously. Oh, I didn't care. I was eating Because they're in my the division. They're in my division yeah, now. See, that's what we are. Yeah, yeah, we are. are. Yeah. <laughs> and to me, that was the worst. Like, hey, you got my hopes up. Go at yourselves. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Like, I already had to deal with the Jets and now Falcons, really Falcons, you did that to me. Like, you had my hopes up. The Falcons, Falcons. Yeah. They really did. Falcons go to Falcon, like yeah. oh my god! That was just, that was just a crazy situation. I I can't. I was to some degree I was pulling for the Falcons because I was a Vic fan, right? But I still hated the Falcons because they're fans and just they were. I didn't even stop watching all of it. Yeah, yeah. Dead. We, we all thought, we all thought, thought it was over. Except yeah. for what, was it you, Duvall, who said it wasn't? Or it was Corey. No, it was Corey. I thought it was over, but yeah. then when they, that fumble, and then... Yeah. Then, I mean, then, but there was a lot, though, that happened. There was yes. a lot of bad time management, like, yes. time management, like... Well, at, when Julio made that crazy catch, yo. you're like, okay, they're just going to run the ball down, they kick a field with the day up 10 with less than three minutes or four that minutes. That was it. But, yeah. like... But then they threw it, through it, sat, sat. And they didn't get it, though. Penalty. And then they, oh yeah, and yeah. they're playing time. They like, do you want to at least kill time though? Yeah, run the ball a little bit, little yeah. bit. Like, so I'm interested to see how that team bounces back. I know, because I that's know. a tough thing to come back. It's from. wild. Yeah. And I thought, I thought for sure that Maddie Ice was going to crumble after the first like six games of the season. Yeah. Like, he yeah, always does. Good. Right, and normally he crumbles. Yeah, I thought for sure. I'm like, all right, this is just like whatever. Yeah. He, no. he he leaned on the running backs and Julio. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. They oh, they yeah. stayed. They stayed the course with him. Yeah. Usually somebody would fall it. off yeah. or something, but. So. I was actually very impressed. I truly, I mean, I really was. Because the Raiders were probably the only other team I thought that would give the Patriots a run for their money. But then when Derek Carr broke. You knew it was done. You knew it was right. Matt McGloin. I was like, damn it. McGloin ain't going to do nothing. Right. Well, I mean, Carr was one of the main reasons why yes. the Raiders are, you know. Yes. Which, yeah. you know, so, I mean, that that hurt me because yeah. I hate the Patriots with my entire heart. Yeah. So. Let's hope they do so something. So, we, we, Brittany, we haven't really gotten any Game of Thrones stuff, but we got to wrap up soon. All right. Give us one thing. Thrones is coming up this Sunday. What are you looking forward to most this season? The, we can't go. Honestly? Yeah. What's crazy to me is, I mean, uh, there's so much you could say about this topic. Yes. Like, oh, I know. But I'm going to really try to keep it short. Do you want back on August 8th to talk about this? I, yes. Okay. Yes. I won't be You're here because I, yeah. yeah. I couldn't tell you I, one character on Game well, of I'll be very quick, but I just <laughs> – so when I, I – with my boyfriend Christopher Chisano, who is a freaking avid Game of Thrones, like he oh, watches – So bring like, him with you. Yes. I should, right? I told him. You. I told him I should because – so he watches like the episode twice. Plus, yeah. he's also watched it again, like, Sounds twice perfect. through, okay? So, so August 8th, yeah. you and him coming back. I just started watching it. I got, I saw some of the episodes. I had never watched a, a episode a day in my life yeah. last season um, or whatever. I've never watched one in real time on TV. Yes. And I, I had to see horror episodes, all this yeah. stuff. And I didn't know what was happening. So, but then I was like, all right, I got to watch this. So I catch, caught up everything. So now I'm like Team Stark all the way. Yes. I, I love Arya. Like yeah. Arya to me is like one of my favorite characters. I yeah. love the um, the Arya Hound kind of relationship, how yeah. that's evolved. But so I'm the most. So I, what I want to do the most is what she's going to do because she's headed yes. back that way. Okay. Yes. And I love Daenerys Targaryen. I yes. love her so much. Team Danny. Don't get me wrong. Like Winter is coming. Winter's yes. here actually. Yes. And so Rob Stark. Yes. But 
apparently there's a lot that's going to be happening with oh, with yeah. Rob and with his sister, and and I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. But at the end of the day, this is what my main point I want for everybody in the world to know. I hate, 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 hate <laughs> the Lannisters. Okay. <laughs> okay. Seriously. Yeah. Not even, you know what? I've actually come to like Jamie, honestly. Yeah. Okay, I don't hate He's all of them. He truly has, okay? Yeah. But guess what, Cersei? Oh, yeah, she. She is a dumb, conniving little. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. And I hope that I hear that she's not going to last, and I hope that's true. I think that's so. That's all I have to say. Do you think that, too? I think so. It's going to be interesting. I've so? read a theory about how she's going to die. But. Me too. Wait, it, it, can I say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, no, no, this is theory. I just don't want people to like. But theory, I, well, she went and saw Maggie the Frog, and it's, and she thinks Tyrion's going to kill her, but really, I think she's hands of your younger brother. Yes, he's younger. So Jamie was born after her. I think he's going to be. She's going to actually be blowing up with more wildfire, and he's going to be choking her out as it happens, and they're both going to get involved. Go for the wildfire. Wait, why do you think? Oh, you think both of them? Oh, yep. I just don't think because he I, said I think, he couldn't live without her. They both said they couldn't well, live without the one or the other. But regardless of that, I think he's going to start to see like she doesn't give a shit that all of her children are now dead. Oh, yeah. No, he saw that at the, in the season uh, last year. That's I think that was the best episode to date. Uh, Besides the Red Wedding and the Battle of the Bastards. Well, Red Wedding was like a good episode. It was, it was so sad. And, no, it wasn't good yeah, at all. Trust me. Hard Home it. was good. What one? Hard Home, okay. they thought, And then okay. the Battle at the Wall. Battle of the Bastards was amazing. Battle of the Bastards was awesome. Yeah. I think that was amazing. Yeah. Because I hated Ramsey. Yeah. But... Well, if you liked Ramsey, then I, people were saying you killing Right. Show. No, literally, though. Like, yeah. literally, though. But no, so I think that at the end of the day, the best episode to date to me was this past, the last episode of last good. season. So, yeah. I had the way it was directed, the sound. Yes, oh, the how music they, was fantastic. They just, like, showed the burning in, and he walked away and just came and jumped off. Yep. Oh, my God. Um, Duvall, you got to get in on it. Uh, I, I, yeah, what I, do you think, Duvall? I want to know. All I want to know is, is this why... The Panthers put that thing that said Wofford is coming? Yes. No, okay. no, no, no. yes. That's okay. exactly. It makes sense. It makes sense. No, Winter is here now. Hashtag Winter is exactly. now. I want one of those stickers. Yeah, I want one of those stickers, man. There's so many like references. I watch all these random shows on Netflix. Like, yeah. I'm a binge watcher. Grey's Anatomy, all this stuff. There's always references. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. It, it's it's one of the one of those pop culture things that ten years from it's now it's still going to be around. Like it's, it's serious. Really yeah. I never was into it. Yeah. It, it, no, Jerryanna, my wife was never into it, and the only reason she got into it, she moved in with me and the guys. I was living with Jeeves. Yeah. And we always do pretty. We do big Game of Thrones nights. Like mm-hmm. we do Sunday fun days. We'll drink and grill out, and then we'll watch, we'll all sit down and watch Game of Thrones. Kind of similar to a football Sunday, right. you know? That is right. And, and, right. and so she would, she came over one time, because she, she's not into the big fantasy stuff and dragons and all that stuff. Well, all of a sudden, you know, she started kind of watching it, but she would always go into, like, my room yeah. when, when, when we'd all start watching it. And then finally, it was, um, spoiler alert for anybody, it was when... <laughs> It was when somebody died or somebody got killed or murdered, and she came out. Like, I didn't know she was watching it. And she whipped the door and was like, oh, my God. And we were like, wait, you're watching this? And, she, and we were like, see? She was like, I didn't think I was going to get hooked in. And so she got hooked in. And so she loves Daenerys, and she loves the storyline. Jerry Allen's saying that's me because yes. I, I never knew what was happening. Chris were watching it. I was like, yep. this is the worst show. There's not any commercials. So I can't even talk to you. So there's a whole hour I can talk to you. And I was like, was so pissed about it. Yep. And I wouldn't know. But then I was like, oh, my God. Yep. And the What's great about it is anyone can die. No one's safe. Yes. That's what's that great. That is about what's it. great. No one's no one safe. You can't, like, as soon as, as you get a, as soon as you get a favorite character, no, something doesn't happens matter. to them. They die. No one yeah. is safe, dude. That's yeah. what I like about it. It's it truly is. It really ball. started, and honestly, like I said, people, yeah. they'll have college courses on this class because mm-hmm. beforehand in, in movies and in TV shows, 
you always knew the favorite character. Nothing was ever going to happen right. unless unless they came to the staff Even and in said, the "Walking Dead." Yeah, unless they came to the staff and said, "I'm going to do something else," you know, kill me off or whatever. Right, right, and, and that's the only way. They, no, no big TV show would ever kill a main ca- a main character off because they needed them. Because they needed them because they drove up ratings and people loved them. This was the first show, and after this show aired, after they started killing some of their main characters oh. off. You started seeing Walking Dead took some from the example. Other shows started repeating their stuff. To but where, even with The Walking Dead, they're never going to kill. They're not going to. Yeah, exactly. Rick. Exactly. They're not going to yeah. kill the main people. Until Rick goes to him and says, I want to leave the show. Right. That's why he'll die. But, but, but there's a lot of other shows now that have taken, I call it the Game of Thrones effect, who have taken the, the act of killing off a main character and just letting it go, you know, they'll, they'll roll with it. So, so I mean, so in essence, so like, you probably went through like each season. You have a different person that you like, and nine yeah. times out of ten, they now there's up. some characters that have lasted from season one to now. Okay, and there's very few of those. Now, of those, did you ever anticipate them not making it? At some points, yeah. yeah. At some points, you would think, okay, and there's some you're still like, and like the the ones who were the worst, like the characters you hated the most, stayed around. Like it was a saying in the show, the worst ones always survive because if you're a terrible person, you're not going to do something honorable to like. Get yourself killed. Kill. No, you're gonna you're gonna do something terrible to keep yourself alive. Now, yes, some of the worst people do. It does end up catching up with them, and they end up getting murdered. But you know, as it is. So, Brady stepped out to use the restroom real quick. We'll do a quick another shout out to Triple Whammy. If you want to make an order, go to his website triplewhammy.com. Type in the Beards Watch or is it the Man Cave Seven Hundred Four? Yes. All in lowercase, all in one. All one bunch there, and you can get twenty five percent off. I think the the work there. And I know he's is he still sold out of the sweet heat. Maybe as far as I know, um, I think he'll have something in. I think within the next week or okay. so. Okay, um, but I know he's still sold Log out. Log in, get it. We're giving Brittany some of our honey mustard, and um, yeah, if if you've ordered some, take a picture of it with whatever food you're ordering. Send us out, tweet us out, and we'll do that. And on top of that, Brittany's coming back. So yes. we're going to send out on our, our social media. So, Brittany, how can people find you on social medias? Um, I got Facebook, so just Brittany Enard. Um, my Twitter actually is still Brit Magic. So, okay. is that, or Brit underscore Enard is actually. Okay. So, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Okay. Um, you can find me there. If you want to listen to my crazy sports fans, then yeah. by all means, please do follow. There you go. Duval? Uh, just Duval. Um... Rod vs. Duval. Rod vs. Duval on Twitter. <laughs> you would know. You yeah, would which I tag on everything. Yeah, which I still have not changed. I need yeah. to do that. Um, also, um, if you ever want to, uh, I, I know Jacob just gives you so much joy um, listening to the Beards Watch, but if you want to kind of <laughs> change your pace, uh, we also have the Man Cave uh, 704. It's also a podcast that Jacob's been on, and uh, we've been at, we, we cut loose. Um, mm-hmm. So. Uh, only free. brown over there. Only, only brown. drink liquor over there. Oh yeah, you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. You get loose real quick. Real, real fast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what we have. Uh, Rob, first of all, our man cave seven hundred four. Yeah. Um, Jacob. And then for us, obviously, it's the Beards Watch all across the board. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then for me, J Roll Nation on Twitter and Instagram, and Jacob Rowan on Facebook. Subscribe on iTunes for both the Man Cave. They just got on iTunes. Yes, yes. And Woo! both for um, the Beards Watch on iTunes. And it'll it'll pop up on your podcast app on your phone anytime you refresh it. And so it's right there always. And, yeah, leave us a review. Only five-star reviews. Yes. yes. We, only want, we only want five stars. And j Roll Nation's been, like, since high school. So that's yes. just a legit been, name to been, go by. Yeah, you know? true. It's been hanging <laughs> around that's for true. a while. That's true. five-stars only. Five-stars only. It. 
And yeah, we'll send it off with a little tune. Brittany, anything you like to fire away as we sign off? Just LGR, baby. Let's go Rangers. That's there you it. go. All right. right. Send it off, and, and you'll be back August 8th. Yeah, I swear I will. I All right. I will.